This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Monday, October 16th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Dairy and Florida tomatoes take spotlight in NAFTA talks. USDA moles increasing chicken line speeds and Purdue meets Pope on World Food Day. It's been a jam-packed fourth round of negotiations so far for agriculture issues as the U.S., Canada, and Mexico try to rewrite the North American Free Trade Agreement. AgriPulse reported a week ago that a U.S. proposal to make it easier for fruit and vegetable farmers to file anti-dumping and countervailing suits against Mexico would be a hot topic during this round of talks in Arlington, Virginia. And it did indeed set off fireworks. Bosco de la Vega, president of Mexico's largest farm organization, traveled to Washington to lobby against the proposal that has also sparked deep opposition from U.S. farm groups who are afraid it would result in an explosion of trade complaints between the two countries. De La Vega said in reaction to the U.S. proposal that is primarily aimed at protecting Florida and Georgia farmers who must compete with Mexican imports, from the perspective of the Mexican agriculture sector, any other option than free trade will be a serious problem, he said. Mexico has drawn a red line when it comes to the U.S. fruit and vegetable proposal, one Mexican government negotiator told AgriPulse. U.S. challenges Canada's dairy supply management system. Speaking of red lines, newly proposed U.S. text to weaken Canada's dairy supply management system may create another one, but this time for Canadian negotiators. The U.S., according to sources close to the talks this weekend, filed a proposal that challenges the Canadian system. U.S. producers blame Canada's supply management system for essentially blocking U.S. exports with artificial pricing schemes, as well as flooding the international market with subsidized product. The U.S. proposal, already hotly opposed by Canada, is only part of the U.S. plan to assail Canadian dairy policies, industry and government sources, both telling AgriPulse. When negotiators take up the market access chapter, perhaps in a fifth round of talks, the U.S. is planning to file a proposal taking on Canadian tariffs on U.S. dairy that are as high as 300%. There's more to come, said one U.S. source. NAFTA with a side of guacamole. If you love avocados, then you should also love NAFTA. Ron Campbell, who represents the Mexican avocado industry, says it's the 23-year-old trade pack that has allowed the fruit to become so unambiguous on restaurant menus in the U.S. A stiff U.S. duty of about six cents per pound on Mexican avocados was eliminated under NAFTA, and that allowed the country's farmers to expand operations. The average American ate about one pound of avocados per year in 1997, according to Campbell. In 2016, per capita avocado consumption was more than seven pounds per year. USDA moles increasing chicken line speeds. U.S. Department of Agriculture is taking public comment on a request from the chicken processors to increase line speeds. The Obama administration considered allowing higher line speeds as a part of an optional new inspection system, but later decided against it. The National Chicken Council petitioned USDA last month to waive the line speed limit so long as plants participated in both the new inspection system as well as a special initiative to control salmonella. 
NCC says that lifting the line speed limit would allow plants to operate at appropriate line speeds based on their ability to maintain process control, thereby leveling the playing field with the U.S. chicken industry. Critics claim the higher speeds would put animal welfare and workers' safety at risk. The Food Safety and Inspection Service is taking comment until December 13th. The NCC petition has already generated plenty of opposition and groups like the Food and Water Watch demanding that FSIS not consider relaxing line speed reductions outside of a new lengthy rulemaking process. Granting the petition would not be a general statement of policy as the petition seeks to bestow upon slaughter facilities the right to disregard existing line speed limits and instead follow the new non-discretionary ones they establish. That according to the groups and a letter to FSIS. Is there room in NAFTA for the UK? Per se, the NAUK FTA. Even the most geographically challenged of us know the U.K. is not a part of North America. It's not even on the same continent. But the U.S. Agriculture Department is hinting that Britain may want in the North American Free Trade Agreement now that it's freeing itself from the European Union. USDA Chief Sonny Perdue was in Bergama, Italy this weekend to attend a G7 summit, but earlier in the week spent time in the United Kingdom. USDA audio posted to its website on Friday mentioned speculation by British press that the UK could be looking into joining NAFTA after the UK exit from the EU, which is expected to wrap up in 2019. Purdue said in the audio recording, We want to come out with a strong, sovereign UK, a strong US, and an even stronger UK-US relationship. As to the UK-NAFTA rumors, there may not even be a NAFTA come 2019. President Donald Trump again called into question the fate of the three-country trade pact last week during a visit with the Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. When asked if NAFTA was dead, Trump responded, We'll see what happens. We have a tough negotiation, and it's something that you will know in the not-too-distant future. Purdue meets Pope on World Food Day. Well, what are you doing today to celebrate World Food Day? If you're not meeting with Pope Francis in Rome, then USDA Chief Sonny Perdue probably has you beat. The last stop on Perdue's European jaunt will be a meeting with the pontiff and other G7 leaders at the United Nations Food and Agriculture Organization, or FAO, in Rome. Normally, a recorded message is delivered to FAO headquarters to celebrate World Food Day, but today will be the first time ever His Holiness delivers an address in person. The Pope plans to use the gathering of G7 agriculture ministers to call for the international community to fight world hunger, improve rural development, and be more open to migration. That according to an FAO statement. Well, that's Daybreak for this Monday, October 16th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by McLeod, Watkinson & Miller, America's most experienced law firm in agricultural and derivatives law, and by the United Soybean Board. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Alley.